0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Stocks are in a little bit of a funk today. We wait and we wait. And we wait for stimulus, it feels like, from the United States government. Why are we waiting for stimulus? Because we have high unemployment. U.S. men's national team last night kicked butt. True, it was against El Salvador, but it was good to see. USA, USA. Um, duh, 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 duh. Where do we go from here? Six-goal barrage. That doesn't happen very often, men's soccer, from the United States. Um, duh, 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 duh. I had a moment of relaxation last night watching men's soccer no fans in the state stadium but it was still a a moment of zen if you will i grew up overseas and i grew up playing soccer and it's kind of my dream to see america win a a world cup in my lifetime and let's just say it's not looking like it's going to happen in my lifetime but it was a nice barrage yesterday and our european presence is better than ever but i'm digressing let's get back to reality This segment is going to be called, let's get back to reality. Congress needs to pass stimulus because let's get back to reality. Unemployment's going in the wrong direction. We shut down. We fired a lot of people. We let a lot of people go. We got stimulus checks. We kind of lived through the summer and we started coming back to work and we started getting sick again and they started letting us go again. I regularly hear from friends and family about people losing their jobs currently right now. So let's get back to reality, okay? Let's think about real estate going up 10% in a year. And go, that probably can't be good for the long term. You're pricing out renters, you're pricing out young people. I I enjoy it because I'm on the older side and I've got homes. My North Carolina rental went up in value. My Washington state rental went up in value. My California home that I live up live in went up in value. My second home went up in value to the national tune of 10%. That's not healthy. You'd be like, Hmm, if I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime, and then the next year I'm like 10% bigger, you'd be like, dude, you got bigger. I don't know many strong looking people, (laughs) so I'm using Arnold Schwarzenegger as an example, but I have to say in his prime because he's had a couple of heart attacks and he's not quite in shape like he used to be. But let's get back to reality. Homes are supposed to go up with wages. They're not supposed to go up three times as fast as wages. I know you could say stupid stuff like they're not making land anymore. They're not making more real estate. Yeah, they actually are. They're putting homes on top of malls. They're putting homes more vertically. They're making more homes. Now they're just not making them as fast now as, as we're losing them to wildfires and other things in California, but it, it's 10% not, let's get back to reality. And let's take a look at Best Buy. I started this in the last hour. I've talked a little bit about the idea of, I watch TV in my kid's room because it's got an awesome TV. The year before, I didn't, but in 2020, I was like, I need to upgrade everything because we're spending more time here and we're not going to Hawaii. So the money that was going to Hawaii has gone into Best Buy. Kind of. Don't quote me on that, but you get the idea. In the last year, the stock has gone from 51 bucks to $100. That's up 100%. When I went to a Best Buy in March, April to re- return a sound bar that I bought pre-pandemic, there was no one in the story. I was like, this is a mausoleum. It's a football field size retail store and no one's there. I think they had one real customer, me. It was surreal. And the stock's gone up a hundred percent. Why? Because we like you. No. One analyst is downgrading Best Buy today because let's get back to reality. I have a webcam in front of my computer right now. My kid has a webcam in front of his TV. My other kid has a webcam in front of his computer. My sugar booger, my spouse, has a webcam in front of her computer. We don't need any more webcams. We bought them all last year, this year. Got two TVs this year. Got an Xbox and a PlayStation this year. I'm all out of electronics. I don't need anything new. You know what's fantastic for Best Buy this year? None of that stuff went on sale. On Black Friday, a little bit, sure. But they didn't have to like cut prices. I got a new keyboard. I got a new mouse. Um, let's get back to reality. That's not realistic. Like, I'm not going to do that every year, I don't think. TVs are meant to last six years, five years. I don't know. Am I going to get an 8K TV new time soon? Because the 4K TV still don't have any content being created for it other than video games now. Well, they have some content in 4K, but not a lot of it. So I'm at least three or four years away from seeing something streamed in 8K. And then Comcast is going to ding me. I hate Comcast, but I love Comcast, but I hate Comcast, but I love Comcast. Their cable modems are the best in the world. I love their internet service you'll pry from my dead, cold fingers my internet modem, right? That's how powerful a cable modem is to me. I I compare it to a gun. And my right to have a cable modem, you better not ever take away from me. They're raising prices. I got an email from them or a text from them two months ago. You hit your data limit. And I'm like, what's my data limit? (laughs) I've never hit it before. 1.2 terabytes. And basically, if you are watching 17 hours of of high-definition TV a day, you're going to go over your data limit. Somehow I went over my data limit. And every 50 gigs is another 10 bucks. I'm like, give me the unlimited plan. $25 more. And I'm like, just do it. I don't want to get those messages basically saying I'm going to lose the internet. Are they going to charge me ridiculous amounts of money for very little usage. I don't even know what I'm, I'm downloading. I'm not streaming 17 hours of high-definition movies. I'm certainly not streaming 8K movies. Let's get back to reality. This is all going to end with bad comparisons. What we've made cushiony this year, they're not going to be able to do next year. So the question for you is, when we're at all-time highs, do you do you take a little off the table? Do you rebalance your portfolio? I rebalance my portfolio hopefully two times a year. And when I say portfolio, that's what I'm talking, index funds, themes, like dividend achievers. If they're up 50% for me in a year when history, historically they're up 10%, i am like, maybe I should sell a little bit and get some of those losers like international. I was listening to CFP Chad Burton yesterday, talk about stock investing and we he was talking about um, not guarantees, but uh, track records. And he goes, you don't want to show anyone a track record of international stocks in the last three years. Cause it hasn't been very friendly and that makes it more attractive to me. It's the areas that have underperformed that I want to put more money into, because it's a horse race where they all kind of do the same thing over time. Not really, but that's the vein of the idea I want you to use in your head. A reversion to the means. Let's get real for a second. This has been way too good of a year. Can we do it in 2021? Well, there's going to be a reopening play for sure. But the stay-at-home plays like Best Buy, they're going to have much tougher comparisons. Not saying they can't do it for a quarter or two, but this time next year, it's going to be really, really tough to be on a roll like they've been on this year. I'm Rob Black talking All Things Financial.
0: Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220
1: KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking All Things Financial. Money, investing, and more. Had a little bit of a technical glitch there. Um, power went off. We came right back. Ah, the joys of the pandemic. No. No. Usually I'd be live in studio, but not today. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Market has not been doing great in the last couple of days. It's looking for something. We've just hit record highs. How do we go more record highs, higher highs? How do we build on it? And essentially, we're looking for stimulus. I don't even know what to make of Texas anymore. Texas is sued. Or Texas is trying to sue the government or trying to sue Georgia and Michigan and a couple other states that went Biden and say the whole election's a fraud. Keep, keep Trump in power. I think that's the basis of it. I'll be honest with you. I've kind of tuned out of the election sometime mid-November. I, it just became long. Um, with that said, the market doesn't tune out. The market's like, what's going on here? And the jobless numbers this morning weren't great. Um, there's a lot going on in the world, in my opinion, as far as positives and negatives. I think the theme that we should be looking at is the stay at home play should start to lighten up on its tenacity as we go back to work play, reopening play, sit down at a restaurant play. I don't know about you, but let's talk. Let's all think of one memory today that we've missed from 2019. Um, I kind of like sometimes ending my day around one, going to the local sports bar, watching an international soccer game, and having a chicken burger. I miss that. I think in three to six months, I'll be able to do it. Oh, did you hear about some of the side effects from the vac- vaccination shot? I don't want to spook you out of it, but if you haven't heard about it, it's, it's worth a read. Um, one guy basically chipped a tooth after a second vac- vaccination. He was so cold and chittering, uh, chittering. That's not a word. <laughs> what, what's the word when you're, when you're cold and you're like, yeah, you're, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you, whatever that is. So saying that the first shot, yeah, it was a little sore, like a flu shot. But the second shot was he couldn't lift his arm above his head. Like, Whoa. So they're saying the second shot's going to be a, a doozy for a lot of Americans. Um, chattering teeth, not chittering. How can I not find that word? Because it's chit chat, right? <laughs> it's, they're too close to each other. Disney's up today, but they're going to have an after the market talk with analysts. Talking about what's called Investor Day. I'll pay attention. Wells Fargo is moving higher. Google's moving a little lower. Visa's moving a little lower. Nike's moving a little lower. It's not a lot of direction today. We opened much weaker, but as the day has gone on, we've gotten eh, slightly weak to a little bit of green on the NASDAQ. NASDAQ might be up just because Apple's up and Qualcomm's up, two of the biggest uh, positions on the NASDAQ. And the bigger you are, the more you count on the NASDAQ, which I don't like. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com or robblackshow.com.
0: Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW.
1: You don't get to bring up Al Jolson very often in life, do you? California, here I come, All right, back where I started from, where bowers are flowers and bloom in the sun each morning at dawning, birdies sing and everything. A sun-kissed miss said, don't be late, cause that's why I can't hardly wait, so up that golden gate, California, here I come. Um, I heard that song as a kid and for some stupid reason it stuck in my head for life. I always wanted to come to California. When I learned Atari was in California, I was like, I'm moving to California. I was seven or eight years old. I was like, one day I'm going to live in California. Where bowers or flowers bloom in the sun. Each morning at dawning, birds sing and everything. Eh, not so much. We now have forest fires that are regular. We have a drought that we're starting to look at Water futures, California water futures. We're betting on will we have a rainy season or not? You could invest in rain or not rain, good snowpack or awful snowpack. Is LA becoming a desert? Is San Francisco getting LA's muggy weather? Is upstate Northern California turning into, I don't know, Seattle? You can bet on climate change now. You can bet on water futures. I don't know enough about weather to tell you if it's going to be a rainy season or a wet season or good snow or bad snow. I do love snow, and yet I hate the cold. I'm a big old paradox. A sun-kissed miss said, don't be late, because that's why I can hardly wait. So open up that golden gate, California. Here I come. Al Jolson. Um, can't tell you much more, but I can tell you that. Why am I talking about California? Homeowners are $1 trillion richer across the United States in 2020. We know the NASDAQ's up 30%, whoa, but housing's up 10.8% across the nation for homeowners with mortgages. That's stunning. That's a big frickin' frackin' year. Did your salary go up 10.8%? Did it go up 30%? Those markets are outperforming you. They're hot, they're sexy. They're beating inflation. They're beating wage inflation for sure. California homeowners banked an average $33,800 last, uh, in 2020. I can't say last year, cause it's this year. All because of the pandemic over the past year. Strong home price growth has created a record level of home equity for homeowners. The average family with a home mortgage loan had 194,000 home equity in the third quarter, the average family with a home mortgage had $194,000 in equity. This provides an important buffer. Everyone says the word buffet wrong. It's buffet. This provides an important buffer to protect families if they experience financial difficulties, home equity. I have a home equity line of credit. I don't want to speak for CFP, Chad, but but he and I have talked in the past on air about the concept of home equity lines of credit to go out and buy more real estate in no way, shape or form is this advice, but he and I did talk about it on air of like, Hey Rob, you have a home that's worth a million when you bought it 10 years later, it's worth 2 million in theory. Why don't you take some equity out of it and go and get another property? Not a bad idea. Thank you. I might just do exactly that. So I did that. And I got a home in the mountains that is up 10% for the last year. And I'm like, timing was my friend. But you know what? I was lucky. I wasn't smart. I was lucky. Prices are rising so quickly because demand for housing is incredibly strong and supplies is... as strong as demand is, supply is as equally weak. The work and school from home culture that the pandemic has introduced us to uh, has made us sick of our homes and we want bigger homes. The millennial generation aged into homeowning years and they're buying properties finally. We used to look at the millennials and said, you were born at the wrong time. You've seen two massive recessions. You've come out of college, and there's high unemployment, not once, but twice. That generation's taking it on the face. <laughs> I went to a California beach last weekend, and my son was running down a dune. And as you go down a dune, you go faster and faster and faster. California, here he comes. And he face plants at the bottom of the hill, that sand dune. That's kind of what's going on right now. We've kind of gotten sick of our homes and we want bigger homes or second homes. We want escape homes. Gavin Newsom says we can't go to stay at home. I need a bigger home. I watched TV in my son's room last night because I built him an awesome like den in his room for when he's doing school. I, I'm not even in my own living room, I'm in his room because the TV's that good. Um, mortgage rates have hit 14 record lows this year. That's unbelievable. It's unfathomable. And that's helped more buyers get in the game. Home buying is not eased much. And I get questions every week from people going, I sold my home at a high. Now I'm waiting to get back in. You think real estate's going to fall due to the pandemic? I'm like, no. And they'll ask again and again and again, maybe next year. I'm like, I don't know. I feel that I'm more lucky by time in the market versus timing the market. The run on housing may actually be running out of steam, some people think, because we do have those low rates, and we do have the pandemic, in theory, getting behind us in 2021. The pent-up demand that came from spring won't be pent-up demand next spring. Interest rates will fall further. I want not count on that, but it could happen. Maybe you'll get you, they'll pay you to take out a mortgage. That shouldn't happen. I don't think it'll happen. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial.
0: Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: Yes. They brought the banjo back to alt music. I find that to be a silly fact that you don't really care about. But I will be honest with you. I really like the song Little Lion Man, and I've got a great Mumford and Son story. Um, They hit my radar because I like the alt radio, alt music kind of thing. I don't even know when it was. 2008, probably? So let's go back 12 years. Whoa. And the I went to see them in concert in San Francisco. I was living in San Francisco. No, I wasn't living in San Francisco. I just bought a home down here in San Carlos. So I go trek into the city and I go to see them and me and my sugar booger are enjoying it. And they're a band, from, I think, kind of from the UK. And they they do their stut thing. And all the young kids are jumping up and down and enjoying it and uh, getting into it. And they're like, wow, fresh music. And it's, it's got a banjo and it's a banjo solo.
0: Whoa.
1: And great. Right? Yeah, you follow me? But out of nowhere, the crowd starts chanting, let's go Giants. <laughs> and he do it for like three minutes because the Giants just won one of their World Series. And the band doesn't know what the hell's going on. And like, what are you guys doing? And they stopped their set and like, what's going on here? And it was that age where like, we were looking at our phones while we were watching music. We weren't even enjoying the music as much as we were enjoying watching the, it was just a weird moment. It was one of those crossover moments of your life. Where you were like, uh, can I literally do two things at once? And I think the answer is yes. Okay. So I think the theme of the show today is let's get real. The jobless numbers aren't great. We need stimulus. What has been great this year has been the stock market, and it's probably pulled some performance
0: into the now.
1: It's not a bad thing to consider rebalancing your portfolio twice a year. It's not a bad thing considering to rebalance your portfolio when you hit all-time highs. I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm telling you there's no shame in like looking around. And I feel the market's kind of looking around right now. Cleaning stocks are going to remain crucial forevermore me and my producer he's a wonderful human being he's a very smart human being he's like i don't know some of these things aren't going to go back to the way they were are they i'm like i think you're right clorox is going to be the cleaning standard forevermore as an investment forevermore you're going to get on airplanes and i used to go it'd be nice if this airplane was sponsored by like a deodorant because the guy sitting next to me smells beastly. And the woman next to the other side of my arm is, is ghastly beastly and ghastly please under armor. Anyone who right guard, somebody sponsor an airplane and give everyone free sticks of deodorant before they get on. The new thing's going to be Clorox on airlines. They're going to have to sell you that this plane is clean. This hotel is clean. This store is clean. I've kind of taken to that. I think that's a true statement. You could own shares of Clorox, believe it or not. Businesses were already doing a lot of cleaning pre-COVID. Companies that have a long history of industrial cleaning, companies like Ecolab, ECL. You don't know the company. I do. It, they, they're an industrial cleaner. Did you know that I used to own a company? This is, I don't tell the story very often that would go in and clean up crime scenes. I had a friend who was a janitor and he was from Chile and he, he cleaned offices. I, I've got actually, his name was Nelson, but he couldn't say it in English. Well, so he, he referred to himself as Nelthon. And he, he's got two great stories that I could hit real quick. One, we started a company together because he was my first fan on the show and he has actually died of cancer. Um, Probably from all the cleaning products is my guess because he had like 20 tumors in his head when he passed. So I did a a donation to his kids college fund because he was like my first person that ever meant anything that believed in me. Um, But he's like, I got this idea. I I can get cheap labor for us if you can do a little bit of marketing to businesses that, Like if a deer jumps through a window and bleeds all over a Gap store, Gap needs that store clean. So I had a company that did industrial cleaning, like murder sites. Uh, Who cleans, who mops up blood? I used to have a company that did that because no one else really wants to get in that business. But there's a company called Ecolab that kind of does that, industrial cleaning. There's a company called ECL is the ticker symbol. And I don't don't think they're going to go out of business. And I think they'll be strong as strong today, next year, as they are today, is the right way of saying that. Clorox, ticker symbol CLX. You know that. But did you know Ecolab? ECL. There is a strong push for sanitation going forward. You know, I told you my producer's a pretty smart guy. He uh, He believes in a philosopher. That's like, if things start going weird in your life, clean your room. It's, it's ingrained in us to clean, right? I like that. So Clorox is CLX, <laughs> the institutional cleaning market, is $30 billion. Heading into the crisis, coming out of it, I think it's going to be $30 billion plus. As economies grow, people dying out, they travel more, we are going to expect things to be freaking fracking clean. I don't think that goes away. Today's rigorous cleaning, it may slacken post-vaccine post-COVID, but expect volumes to remain elevated versus pre-pandemic levels by the tune of 10 to 20%. That's growth. I love growth. I love video games because they're always growing into like more realistic, more realistic, more realistic. Who else is going to be plays? Well, let's talk about this real quick. Restaurants, casinos, cruise lines, you can hit a massive spectrum right there. Restaurants? Okay, yes, yes, yes. Casinos? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Touching cards are dirty. Cruise lines? Oh, they are just, uh, you know, they're just big buses of, like, grossness and disease. They've had flu breakouts on, uh, dangerous flu breakouts on cruises before. Pandemic was not good for them. And the way they're going to get you back is they're going to say, this crew is this sponsored by Clorox. They're not going to say it's sponsored by Clorox. It's not going to be really sponsored by Clorox, but it's going to be a real clean experience. Ecolab ECL, Clorox CLX. I'm giving you a list of some stocks you could do some research on. Um, Centos, they make uniforms for restaurants. They're like a uniform company. Uh, they're going to have a big demand post-COVID. As we go back to restaurants, as cooks get greasy and restaurant owners don't want said greasy looking chefs coming out into the dining room. Kimberly Clark, ticker symbol KMB. Procter & Gamble, PG. Reckitt Binkheiser, ticker symbol RBGOI. I've read a research report on them because they make the Lysol spray. And I, I'm just going to tell you. It's the most fascinating supply chain game ever. If you thought, like, that, well, I saw a movie once about shorting the market, and it was so complicated and so beautifully pulled off. It was almost like a thriller. If you want to see a thriller of a business, go do a little uh, YouTube searching on Reckitt Kaiser, ticker symbol RBGLY, and how they've had to, like, fly chemicals all around the world to try to get Lysol made for demand. It is nauseatingly entertaining. Now, again, I'm a little bit of a financial nerd. <laughs> I started this talking about the banjo and I'm ending it with wreck it being Kaiser. But I do think consumers and employees will demand that things not be just clean. They'll have to show clean and they'll have to be squeaky clean. One of the things I like about LA and I, I kind of wish Northern California would do this like Southern California. They go in and they'll they'll rate a restaurant A through F on the cleanliness. They'll put a big sticker on the outside of the a restaurant. And you're like, gross. This Chinese restaurant, gross. I'm not eating there. I could get food disease. For the record, a little bit of food poisoning is a nice way to lose weight. If someone can come up with a pill that gives me food poisoning, I would probably take it. Just saying. My first wife was... Not the most lovely person on the planet. There was one night I had food poisoning, and let's just say I was on the toilet a lot, a lot. Like you'd you sit on it and water would come out, and then you get back in bed and you'd sit on, and then you oh, I gotta go right back. You and she's like, you need to leave. <laughs> she told me to leave my own home, but I was like, I lost a lot of weight. Anyhow, um, cleanliness is gonna be a big thing, huge thing post-COVID. And the names that I want you to look at, Ecolab, ECL, Clorox, CLX, uh, Centos, CTAS, Kimberly Clark, KMB, Wreck-It, Binkheiser, they make Lysol spray, RBGLY, and Procter & Gamble PG. Again, consult broker-advisor for taking action on anything I ever mentioned, because you may not like cleaning as much as I do, and I could be wrong. I'm Rob Black.